0: Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Saniac Podcast. If you have not visited us before, we are the Saniac Podcast, a one-stop shop for all things MTV's The Challenge. We host live weekly recaps as well as cast interviews right here on our Facebook page, and we also have an awesome website with tons of challenge content for you to enjoy. We know we have been a little bit delayed on all fronts in terms of content production and things like that, getting the audio out. Uh, But we have some fantastic news. Zach just had a baby. So, you know, obviously (laughs) our delays are warranted. And we will get back to usual programming and scheduling very soon. You can check us out for everything at saniacpodcast.com, as well as all of our social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Reddit. We are at Saniac Podcast. I am Shawnee Suisa, podcast producer from Los Angeles and Challenge Maniac. And this is Zach Calhoun. Zach, say hello to everyone.
1: Hello, everyone. I'm back. I have procreated, and I still love this, uh, this beautiful, frustrating show. Thank you.
0: Yeah, well, beautiful, frustrating, but I mean, it's been such a fantastic season. So can we yeah. really say it's been that frustrating this time around?
1: I've got, I've got some thoughts. I've got some thoughts on the future Ooh. of the season moving forward. So we'll see.
0: All right. All right. We'll get all into that in a little bit. We are super excited to be back together right now. Zach is my yin to my yang in the podcasting world. It's definitely different without him. Uh, and, you know, just in case you guys were wondering what audio is out right now, we have Polly's uh, interview, which if you have not listened to it or taken the time, it's like a two-hour saga on all things related to life. I mean, we've got into so many different areas and topics. And we had a really cool cameo from Kara. So you guys should definitely check that out. Um, and- it,
1: it was It was something. I wouldn't say cool, uh, but it was something. I was thinking about that today.
0: Shut the fuck up. That cameo was cool. That was a cool It was interesting.
1: Cameo.
0: Okay. Mm. That was, listen, like any cameo is cool. I thought it really proved a lot of our points. So I don't know why we wouldn't like it. Uh,
1: it, def- it definitely proves some points.
0: Ooh. Um, okay guys, so let's just jump right in here. We're going to keep a tight episode today. There's been a lot going on. Uh, you know, this was quite an exciting episode full of drama. There's like more drama than last episode. They're really giving us a nice balance. Uh, And we started all off with the alliance forming of Turbo and Polly, which I don't know about you guys, but I am living for that duo. I mean, that's a good combo of beast and beast, literally white beast, brown beast. Boom.
1: yeah i i mean it's
0: it's crazy we're still
1: everyone's maneuvering and making all these alliances and we're getting so far down to it it's like how many more alliances can you make um but
0: but not because they shifted to individuals so it's like they gotta yeah. come together you know they have to sort yeah. of start negotiating they don't have their partner to rely on and i don't i don't know like that's a really cool duo to me because they're so aggressive both of them they're just like in there to win it and
1: you, you know what um i do want to i'm not going to get to it yet i do want to say robert i hope you stick around i've got some thoughts on you my friend we're going to talk we're going to talk a little bit of robert later <laughs> Been thinking about him
0: oh what do you do don't worry about it
1: we, we, I, <laughs> I i got some thoughts on him
0: is robert the car fan
1: uh he's he's a car stan are they good thoughts bad thoughts i don't know find out people we're, we're going to wow. talk a little robert later He's All right, agenda. we'll be talking
0: some Robert later, guys.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh,
0: okay, so we move on from Turbo and Polly making this little alliance and we get into the challenge titled, which is something that's funny that it's titled Fandemonium because I thought that was hilarious since we're always talking about like the standemonium that goes on in the. Yeah in the challenge world so it was really fitting for our theme this season for sure uh and this challenge was pretty crazy it really reminded me a lot of that challenge You remember where they had to move the furniture across the the planes or whatever Mm -hmm. that was a crazy it gave me such that challenge vibes if you think about it it's almost the exact same thing just with a hurricane fan
1: there there were um there were a lot of callbacks tonight that I enjoyed because the challenge was very similar. The daily was very similar to that. And then the elimination reminded me a lot of the, uh, the guest coconut game from gauntlet two. So they, they definitely pulled, uh, some inspiration from, from beloved, uh, beloved eliminations and dailies of the past.
0: Yeah, I completely agree with that. If you think about it, it's like they're really trying to give us a taste of that. And on top of that, with the uh what was it, the Burger King win at the end, the prize. So they're adding like a prize.
1: <laughs> yeah, they did that on Invasion. You remember <laughs> they randomly did Burger King on
0: Invasion. Uh, I mean, I they got to pay, they got to get the seven fifty k first yeah. prize money from somewhere. So clearly, yeah,
1: absolutely, yeah. And and that's what it all comes down to. It all comes down to sponsorship and how you work it in. Uh, in the case of tonight, it was kind of weird. Um, it's funny that popped up because I've been, you know, I'm always rewatching uh, or, well, you know, I, I haven't watched every Survivor season. So I'm always going back and trying to stack up on, on that. So I've been, re- I've been watching Survivor season six, the Amazon. Uh, and I literally just got done a reward challenge where the reward challenge is, it's like a, a fridge full of Coke
0: everybody everybody
1: wins wins and it's just like it's it's just cans of coke ice cold (laughs) and er and everybody's going off it was pretty awesome
0: honestly if I was trapped on an island and I didn't have like sugar or anything to drink for a while I would have been fucking I don't know I would have been ravenous like I would have I would have gone crazy I would have been ruthless in that little whatever the challenge was what do they have to do in that?
1: um so it was a it was like a fire burning challenge you had to build a fire. you had to build a series oh. of fires up high enough and burn through ropes and whoever burn through all the ropes first got a big <laughs> big fridge full of coke
0: that's, that's a cool ass challenge
1: it's pr- it pretty awesome um
0: i wait did, the, did they get the fridge too uh
1: no no i think that was just a temporary temporary uh. storage for the soda and then the fridge goes away um it's, it's good to, to keep up with these things. So a lot of people have questioned, uh, when I do get cast on Survivor in the future, a lot of people have questioned if I actually have what it takes to survive under those conditions. Um, I do, but this was a, a good example of uh, something I would go real hard for. You know, that ice cold fizz of a nice Coca-Cola, can't beat it, people.
0: It's the first thing I buy when I travel. Corey somewhere.
1: works for Coke.
0: Yeah. Corey, hook me up. I know. I just saw that. I don't know who Corey is, but Corey, I'm really happy you're here right now. And also we love Coke. So let's just bring that bad boy in here.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Corey hit me up when, when you're in Southeastern PA, my friend, I'm sure you're driving that 18 wheeler all next over week the place. We'll have
0: Coke apparel all over. We'll get <laughs> yeah.
1: Yo, get us that sponsorship. <laughs> get us that sponsorship. I think I, oh, look at this. This is really funny. Boom. Right there, Corey. Wow. What's up?
0: Look
1: <laughs> at that! The- I forgot I had that here.
0: I'm in I a different diet coke uh... can right there. But it's okay. oh nice. <laughs> um, all right, so I'm let's let's, let's studio, talk let's talk people. challenge let's talk challenge lo- this logistics here. Fandemonium, This was you know giant hurricane category four fans, uh, and they had to get these massive like bouncy yoga balls from one end of this giant hallway like through the fans get it into the bin that's you know sort of hallway right next door and it was pretty crazy i mean you saw them running through i can't remember who lost the ball was it d that just the ball just flew right back and it's almost like a vacuum on the other end you know it sucks it right to the fence down the hallway so this was a hard challenge i think total they had 10 balls um and you know nobody nobody fucking managed to get all of those because that was a hard-ass challenge we saw some of the best fall down and really struggle uh so jumping right into it georgia starts off first and she got zero i was surprised any of the girls even made it through that fan that thing looked ruthless uh, that,
1: uh yeah like some of the smaller well, girls tiny. I, I tiny yeah I mean, I, I was I was really hoping to see Ninja Natalie and Kara fall flat on their faces and, and flop this mission, but they both did really well. I do have to give it up to them mm. um, in particular,
0: yeah. which is
1: really hard for me to do well, um, since com- I despise both of them.
0: Compared to, <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> uh, Tina, I'm at home right now. That's why. New background. I'm in my living room. I put a little foam there, but... I really should have closed the curtains because so I can hear this echo from the fucking windows. Um, okay. So we go in, we got Hunter coming up and this was cool. Obviously we're seeing everybody, you know, competing individually, but they put the teams or they aired the teams close together. Um, we had Hunter coming in next and he does pretty decent. Eight, six balls. We don't know exactly what the, the standard for the guys is going to be yet. So at that point, that's the highest the guys have gotten. Uh, it seemed like he was pretty strong. Then we get turbo coming in next to smashes it, but, I was surprised to see Turbo have such a hard time with this and fall. I think the wind got into his lungs. Yeah. When yeah. He was running.
1: Yeah, like if you're going that hard and you're having to suck in more air and you're getting the wind like it must have really screwed him up
0: yeah exactly i think yeah exactly i think he was exerting himself running straight into the wind and then breathing it all in and you see him at the end collapse on the floor and yeah. i mean he's there for a good while and the funny part of that whole scene was when he's asking what the score is you know he's like what, what did i get <laughs> was it
1: seven- I, that was awesome he was like dedicated like like he is he's so locked into the competition aspect um I i'm tweeting a, out the uh, i'm tweeting out the link for tonight's live i'm just giving everyone a heads up i am posting a picture of my son on the link that i'm tweeting out he is adorable so
0: even go check I, that out and throw it a like. let's just say the the well i guess still the star for me of the night was bear and he shared on his story zach <laughs> and that was pretty freaking cool zach had hashtag yeah. bear some shit and he shared it and that was fantastic it was
1: yeah um thank you to bear for giving me my most highly viewed instagram story ever how many Uh, that's what
0: happened
1: a lot i'm not going to give you the number i'm just going to say that when you got 2.1 million followers uh (laughs) it's a generous boost to the ig story and if you guys don't follow me on instagram or shani or the show the fuck you guys doing throw us the follow let's
0: go you can follow my account but i barely post although Oh, oh, some sadiac news that we haven't announced yet is that in a couple weeks' time, I'll actually be doing the show from the one and only Tel Aviv. That's right. So definitely follow me for that week because that'll be. I'll
1: be there week. with her. It's going to be the first time we meet in person in Tel Aviv. We're going to be broadcasting live from uh, Shani's <laughs> Cathedral um, in Tel Aviv
0: i'll be broadcasting it's actually funny i gave my friend my yeti when i was in mexico so she had <laughs> it in tel aviv for me already so it's perfect um no i'll be broadcasting from tel aviv it's gonna be fantastic so you know hopefully wi-fi and shit will work there and i'll probably be fucked because it'll be like 5 a.m and
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah the last time Shani traveled when we were doing the podcast it was really fun she was in mexico last time oh, it was she was a all record. like hilarious. yeah just, just no- <laughs> nothing made sense and it, it, it's a, it was really cool
0: We'll get all another right. traveling one of those. Okay, so back to the challenge. Turbo, he's on the ground, you know, he's struggling. And we got Nani coming up after. Uh Nani, I couldn't get the girls' scores here because the the feed was really blurry. But if I'm not mistaken, all these girls got zero, right? Nani, ninja, Devon, D. Or did Ninja get any? Uh
1: so Ninja got five. Oh, nice. Um yes. Nani got one, I think. Kara got five. D got Kara, I know I got five, see- yeah. Yeah. yeah Car Dari? No, I I yeah. Well her I think she ended up getting one. Mm, mm. This
0: Guys, we're really, doing frisky. we're
1: doing like a really casual uh non fact checking recap tonight. Yeah, yeah non fact checking. Um, That's yeah. But right. bo- both of us are tired, so uh shit shit happens. Steven is getting frisky in the comments Steven, section. No
0: uh, bikini for you, Steven. That's the bikini. It's a Stephen one-
1: you're you're lucky we're a non-pc podcast you can get away with stuff like that but if you took that somewhere else you might get smacked down my friend
0: please take that to the brain candy podcast and let me know what the response (laughs) is that's what i'm talking about that's that's shit i want to see steven go troll other people wow steven
1: and the brain candy crush I don't think Steven would last more than two days in the Brain Candy Crush.
0: No way. Are you kidding me? They'd have him out by, by day one. Stephen would make some joke about someone, and then, boom, would be like, all hell breaks loose, Steven, number one enemy. They're going to have a joke about him. You'll be the new Linda. Um, okay, so, so <laughs> back to the challenge, guys. The girls, they really struggled. Devon was hilarious. Uh, I was thinking the exact same thing she said in that interview, where she was like, if you think that uh, this challenge was easy, if you're sitting there at home saying, I could do this, you fucking could not right and Mm -hmm. i literally was sitting there thinking there's probably a bunch of people who are saying oh these girls are doing so poorly but that looks impossible like that looks hard yeah there's so much against you
1: it 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 is definitely i I think she was spot on Mm. and i was trying to think of like who i know or who's in the challenge community that would have been like oh i could so do this that that would have fallen flat on their face and and I, i i i couldn't come up exactly with a name but i know there's a couple of people a couple of people out there
0: i think every time i watch a challenge i think if alex could do it or not because she's you know a soccer player she's yeah
1: she's got, got some yeah she's got some athleticism now well, i've she's met been alex playing soccer
0: forever you know i met her in
1: person she's she's short but yeah. she's, she's definitely got some like like you could tell she's, she's toned she, that's she's, what, she's got that soccer. That's a good yeah.
0: Build. Think about for this. Yeah. challenge That's a good build. Yeah. Get yeah. Lower like if get you kind of yeah hurricane. get
1: yeah get lower to the ground. I think Alex um could have gotten. I'll say she could have gotten two. I think she would have topped out at two balls tonight.
0: I think she. I honestly think she would compete at. I mean, I don't know. We don't know her grip strength and stuff, but I think that she would compete at a higher level than Kara because she is so athletic.
1: Okay, uh, we're gonna put up a poll. Um, how many balls would Alex Nada have gotten in tonight's challenge? Uh, Corey, I want to thank you. Thank you, Corey, for recognizing that I really do not like Ninja Natalie. Guys, I am over Ninja Natalie. She might, she's getting close to Kara's spot for me which is I, no, I'm not right. Enjoying Ninja. I don't know what you're Oh voice god, voice she's is. horrible. And oh, I don't know who was I don't know if any of you guys caught this on Marie's Instagram story, but Marie threw shade at Ninja Natalie recently and I died. Uh, Marie was what doing a said. Q&A. She was doing a Q&A on on Instagram and I took a screenshot of it. I'll have to post it. I had somebody asked her a question, "Who's your least favorite challenger this season?" And she posted a picture of Natalie and wrote "No fun Ninja."
0: Ha!
1: Ah! Spot on. <laughs>
0: Oh, God, that's hilarious. I mean, I don't Spot know. I just haven't seen, like, such a negative side of her, so I don't know why there's even anything she's, bad to say. Yeah,
1: she's a definition of wallpaper. I've already I've already made my points clear. She can't dance. She you can't really do a cartwheel. <laughs> she can't dance and she can't do a cartwheel. My dog? Oh, you can't be uh, on my challenger. You can't be on my list of people that all I right, – All like, You so can't wait, go let's on the season break
0: down quickly. The requirements right. for being a good challenger uh, yeah. vis a Zach Calhoun, right? This is yeah. – Number one, as a competitor, can smoke a cigarette and then win an elimination. Number two, must do a cartwheel.
1: Okay. The cartwheel, there's a deeper meaning to that though, people. (laughs) Like the cartwheel is a sign. Like if you could do a cartwheel, (laughs) that I would consider that an athletic act, right? I can't do a cartwheel for shit though. That's not fair. My issue, my issue in the challenge world is with these CrossFit people. These people who excel at CrossFit. These people who have all this upper body strength who are just essentially like professional workout people, but aren't actually coordinated. Mm -hmm. Athleticism is coordination. So someone like Ninja Natalie who can't dance and can't do a cartwheel means that she's not actually athletic. She she just works.
0: Back it up. Because Ninja Natalie is not just a CrossFitter. She's a parkour street Athlete, that's a whole different game. That's like a gymnast. That is Ninja a Natalie. completely different ball game You can't say that she's just a crosser. She's not like uh Carmria, who's only into that kind of thing. Like, that's not even the case whatsoever. Ninja actually plays a sport, she competes in literally a sport. You can't, oh man, people. In a, a sport.
1: <laughs> I don't think people are happy about this one. Um, yeah, Ninja <laughs> Natalie is, I guarantee you, she was like. She didn't play any sports growing up. I'll I'll, I'll bet it. I'll, I'll throw money on it. She didn't play any – I bet you she didn't play sports in high school. i bet you she didn't do anything until at some point she got into, like, CrossFit and working out, maybe in college or right after college. And then she just started some doing a shit ton of pull-ups. And then she started right training now, at a Ninja Warrior gym.
0: Let's fact check, Zach. Let's make sure this is accurate. Fact
1: check me. Was Ninja an me.
0: athlete growing up? Did she play any sports? I mean, did she do – and honestly, that's a bad measure if someone's an athlete or not because I played sports in and- I'm calling listen an
1: athletic we say it all the time athleticism athleticism is different from work like there's certain things about working out like if you train and you train and you train you can get yourself to a certain point you can get yourself to the point where you do 10 15 20 30 pull-ups that's impressive but that doesn't make you an athlete
0: oh this is a fun fact who's the guy that loves alex jones i forget his name um the well alex jones apparently could do 40 push-ups at one point <laughs> or 40 I, p- I c- 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 sorry 40 p- uh, 40
1: p- yeah yeah poops are, <laughs> are a lot tougher i could Pops do 40 push-ups let's relax yeah ninja is boring tv zach i see oh uh, see this i wanted to hype I, I, this guy but his name is
0: boring TV. i'm asking to find no, out no, this
1: this guy is this guy said it in the comment section i i wanted to hype him but his name's zach with a c it's just z-a-c zach i'm sorry i got i got issues with that there's only no. one proper way to spell the name.
0: We're only about one the H here. I'm sorry, if, guys. If,
1: if, you got to live that H life, all right? Mm. You got to live that H life, people. Man, we're S- really locking it back in. S-
0: slightly problematic for Zach with a C to be watching us mosquitoes <laughs> um okay so let's go back into the challenge guys this crazy hurricane category four challenge right Fandemonium. we got d she goes up girls whatever Polly goes in he does seven this is perfect for Polly. he's short he's you know he's got a lot of agility he's fast and he's really really strong so he can power through that hurricane speed uh then we have car go up she has five maddie i don't know about you but i was crazy impressed with Maddie she got seven Maddie's like a football player
1: that was the first time that she like really showed out all season and impressed me to the level that people said she was going to impress like I wasn't that impressed with her elimination because she beat two twigs Um, but this was like okay that's some serious beast stuff
0: yeah, yeah. We finally got to see her as an individual really show out and she did a fantastic job. She got seven. She got the highest score that was got the entire day was seven from all the boys as well. So she topped, she matched them and that's pretty impressive. Uh Kyle went next, did a killer job, got seven. I was super <laughs> impressed with that as well. I don't know how he manages to pull that shit out. When he's um like so- He
1: really like he really put in a lot of effort into the season, I think. Like like he's he's he really putting yeah. Oh, yeah. He's because people didn't see Kyle in the previous seasons as someone who's a threat in that way. They saw him as a social threat, but he is uh really showing out you can tell that he is ironically after i just insulted people for being professional trainers like he, you can tell that he put in a lot of training into this season like and really sculpted his body have um, you
0: seen kaylee these days she's looking fantastic too she's been working out really of- yeah
1: that's awesome i would love to see her back on the show yeah Stephen is hilarious man St- <laughs> Stephen doesn't understand that him and greg are making the same point so he's like calling out greg about?
0: they're always fighting
1: well, it, well I mean they're fighting I think there were some issues with Steven in a uh in the Challenge Maniacs group um but
0: Ooh, <laughs> um so Touch out right here in our comment section guys There's so Greg
1: like, is Greg is told. making our point Greg is making our point that well our point being me Greg and Steven that Cara on Fresh Meat 2 you'll remember she did the most pull-ups so she did more pull-ups than Laurel and all that so she showed out in the pull-up well, because competition because she
0: was like lighter
1: but but Laurel is a, like the definition of an athlete. You know, she's a big time like volleyball, high school, college volleyball player. Um, and, you know, so Bakar Bacar was able to, to show out in that upper body strength portion. That's that's kind of what I'm talking about.
0: Could you imagine people. being on a volleyball team with Laurel? Like the pressure of having... She would be
1: so intense. She would be in your face.
0: I wouldn't have... I, I would have been like, all right, Laurel, you got this. <laughs> I'll just step aside here. Okay, oh, we yeah. finish this off with really dramatic final two, Bear and West. Bear goes and he thinks he gets eight, but he lets the first two balls fly out of the bin area that little hallway where they have to put them in uh, because he doesn't properly put them towards the back area where they'll stay so those two balls go flying back so he loses two and so he ends up actually with six which was a big drama you know bear he's gloating 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 right as he gets off screaming he's the best blah 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 and then west goes and west gets six and of course bear continues his taunting in pure bear fashion he screams loser he starts singing and chanting right in Wes's face it was honestly hilarious and it's really funny to see how is reaction and his his sort of like it's almost you can tell his his emotional control within him is weakening and weakening by the second that that bear is in that house which is another really big shame uh for us losing bear tonight is the fact that we won't have somebody who seems to be so easily able to get under Wes's skin nobody else in the house has that kind of ability I mean maybe Theo but I doubt he's going to go there with him in that way
1: um it was damn impressive this season the way that, that Bear was able to just throw Wes off his game Wes is used to being like the biggest ass in the house the biggest instigator and Bear really threw him off um I'm not going to say that I subscribe to this theory but for the people that like to wear the tinfoil hats in the challenge community maybe Ooh. some could make the point that what if they didn't explain the rules clearly enough when bear went what if we had a ct ripping the carabiner situation or a beth ripping the carabiner situation and bear
0: it's crazy thought. that's exactly what i thought. that's yeah. exactly the moment that reminded me of that when he was screaming and yelling and cheering was... and
1: you've been and mtv's been known to you know sometimes like they'll they'll edit the show and they'll, they'll edit the order that people go maybe bear went mm. earlier and it wasn't properly explained And then he thought that he was getting points, and then they took it away from him at the end. I don't subscribe to it. I think he just fucked it up, but I wish it was like that. Um, I'm also getting some negative feedback for my Northeastern accent, my Northeastern United States accent, and the way that I say Laurel. um,
0: Wait, say that again? Laurel. Say it again? Laurel. Laurel? Laurel. Laurel.
1: People are are picking up on some some uh, northeastern.
0: From? Now I'm saying uh, Laurel.
1: Laurel. Pe- oh, you. Laurel. Me right
0: now. I don't even know how Pe- I usually say. It. I have to like. I have People to-
1: are yeah really picking up on Laurel. my dialect here. Um, I don't know what to say. Oh my god. Oh god. Oh,
0: Did
1: you no, ever we're see that meme
0: this. where it was like uh, it was Laurel and Nicole and somebody? Nicole's like, nah, mate, that's Yanni. <laughs> <laughs> that's really funny that was (laughs) weird all right guys oh god Keep moving we got uh we got tj announcing to the whole group right now at this point that you know has to go into the bin and this is a moment in challenge history that we all live for when the arrogance crumbles onto a person's face and you see bear go oh fuck and you just see i mean you see the look of disappointment in his face but you also see something that you don't usually see in a lot of challengers faces that are arrogant which is the fact that bear still doesn't give a shit and i think a lot of times you know if hunter had been the one talking that kind of shit for example and he lost you would have seen some serious defeat but for bear there really wasn't defeat there and you know you could still see the spirit and his charisma shining through with that big fat pie to the face
1: all i could say i mean bear is this guy the way that he had Georgia wrapped around his finger in this episode is incredible. We're about to get into this. Um,
0: There's some. Ba- did you read up on that drama?
1: Yes, I did.
0: Okay, we'll um, talk
1: about it. Yeah, we'll, we'll get into that. I just want to say that the fact that she is <laughs> saying, go bear, you're the best. No one's better bear. Um, really incredible. I know people love my, my British accent, so I brought that back for you. Uh, and, just, it's so good. Like, they, you already had the big reveal that Bear has a girlfriend, but she's just all the way back in.
0: I loved Wes's line at the end uh, when when they lose and you you see Georgia crying and Wes goes, "I mean, Georgia is in pieces and Bear is about to freaking call his cousin." Like, that was <laughs> yeah. hilarious.
1: That was good.
0: <laughs> M- much
1: less uh, much less unrehearsed than Gus's line uh, two weeks ago.
0: My God, there's a bit of rehe- rehearsed. You know, I. For a lot of these, we had. Oh, quite a and few. We'll, t-
1: we'll talk about that. We've got another overly rehearsed line alert here in this episode. But yeah, I just really want to say to uh, the challenge fans and challenge talk community, I actually saw people posting like, "Oh, Gus's line was so funny," and oh it made God, me God, want me to me rip too. my hair <laughs> out. I'm like, "What? What are you? Come on, people!" <laughs>
0: Thinking the exact same thing because I I was seeing all of that, and I mean it was right after we had done the recap because you know the next day when the spoiler max is off, and so you see all the posts, and I couldn't help but crack up at all of these posts, people were really praising him. And it's funny how on Twitter and stuff you'll see a lot of times people saying that Gus is their favorite challenger or whatever. And I spoke about this, I think (laughs) if you weren't here. You know, there's a lot, it's honestly Zach, it's weird, it's freaking weird. There's a whole group of people who are massive fans of his front like saying he's the best challenger he's the best one on this season and I just don't know what season they're watching because not that I dislike the guy he just hasn't he barely did anything so how could you possibly say he's you know even significant for the challenge even if he did do something it'd be on production to show it and they haven't shown us him whatsoever up until the point where he got eliminated you know it's weird. guys
1: it it's, it's just like that's a that is a lifestyle choice that I don't understand. Like I, I can't wake up and just say, you know what, I'm going to make a Twitter account dedicated specifically to my love for both Devon and Rogan, and I'm going to become Rogan Devon defender, and I'm going to, you know, somehow get like a thousand Twitter followers and be relevant for a week. It's like that, that, like you just pick your people, and you're you're all of a sudden you're saying. Okay, Wait, these are Gus who defender? I ride. I don't
0: for. know if there's a Gus defender, but there's a lot of Gus accounts. So bet you,
1: bet yeah, there's got to be a Gus defender at this point.
0: Well, there's a Shalene um, Zach defender, so
1: the Zach defender was short-lived. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't think that account is active anymore. Um, but <laughs> I knew yes, that would
0: happen I, because yeah, Shalene defender, th- defender is going to last um, forever. Shalene defender ha- is uh, Shalene
1: has Shailene has people on Twitter. Her, yeah, it's
0: defender oh, is, is? Shalene herself.
1: That's a really smart gimmick. Um, I got to give that up to her.
0: Uh, All okay, let's uh, jump right in. Tribunal, yeah. tribunal. We get Paul. Were you surprised with this, Paulie Theo and Turbo? I, I mean, we didn't. You know, other than the fact that we had the scores of seven, so I'd assumed a majority of those, but I wasn't sure exactly how it was going to go down because Kyle also got seven. Yeah, I mean, it was it was tight. Like that was a yeah. It came down record. to time. Yeah, came
1: down to time, and I was, um, I was so getting ready to like rant and rave about how much i hate the the new format and like oh so you're still only picking three people and it ends up being three guys of course but then they were like all right we're gonna do a guy girl thing which i'm okay with
0: yeah when they um, said that i was so happy because you know we're so not about ungender challenges in this in this fucking house so like the fact yeah. that we don't have to have that now is great because it also eliminates the need for stupid equalizers and all the bullshit that really bogged down the season and the potential for the season uh, in final reckoning, so I was I was um,
1: let me go back to the comment section here, Joe, uh, there are several eliminations I can think of off the top of my head in which I could beat Gus uh, oh, yeah? first and foremost, the elimination where Zach and Zahida beat Johnny and Morgan. I would uh, slaughter Gus in that oh kill, um,
0: kill. would kill anyone in I that would
1: slaughter I would slaughter Gus in that um, I would defeat Gus in probably the light bright elimination. Oh, well, I would say definitely that, that, uh, Devin beat Johnny in. Um, people want to know if I can hang with Gus physically. Uh,
0: I don't know guys. I think I'm a little tall. I'm I'm a little taller than Gus. I'll say that much. Someone drop Gus's height in the comment section. Yeah. I think you're definitely taller than him. I'm not. Yeah. We, we have
1: to put out our challenge height chart. (laughs) <laughs> we talk about this shit every week. It's it's fantastic. We're, we're challenge we height because
0: because height is such a is such a, a crazy factor. It's indicative of whether or not someone's emotional, whether or not they can handle high wind challenges, whether or not they'll be able to hang off of tires in the back of a, a moving car. I mean, height yeah. is like a big deal. Yeah, and they jump um, off a car.
1: Corey, yes, I I do see the Shane and Frank friendship. I'm all about it. Um, if you guys have not been paying attention to Shane's activity on social media, he's like, he's going like scorched earth on, on Buena Murray right now. Like he's, it's kind of heartbreaking. Uh, I don't think we're going to see Shane on the show anymore. That's my opinion.
0: I don't think so either. I mean, I, it seems like he's really cutting that, uh, yeah. that branch.
1: He's, yeah. He's, he's fed up. I don't blame him. He's got like, he's, it seems like the, the person that he's got gripes with, he's got very valid uh, complaints.
0: Well, apparently Um, she's done a lot of damage throughout the challenge world and also throughout MTV as well as with other shows and things that she's been working on. Uh, related to MTV. So I would not be surprised. I mean, it it feels like there's a big uprising amongst the challengers as well, just in general, because, you know, these are unsafe work conditions. These are, you know, they're unfair contracts. They put people in danger. And a lot of the things that society is pushing for now in terms of like human rights, just basic rights that we all deserve in every old workplace, you know, so film and TV and things like that should also apply. Obviously there's there's you know is a fine line between you know a media appearances and keeping things confidential and so and so between allowing things to happen like what happened with amanda and not getting any closure apparently a lot of the stuff that was brought upon this producer herself because there's a lot of times when the challengers don't make it that big of a deal they just don't want to be called and threatened you know she's the one who's calling yeah ex- aggressively telling them to like shut up exactly
1: yeah, yeah. um and also, I hinted, uh, when I was in the comments section last week, during last week's episode, when you were on with Logan, I hinted that there was some tea that, um, you know, we had been in touch with Shane, but that he might not be doing the, he would, might not do the show with us. And uh, he did message us back on Twitter. But he said to us, he said, I'm, I'm done with all challenge related things like I, I love you guys and I'll think about it but but as of now I'm, I'm doing nothing challenge related and he would and it sucks because he would be such a good interview right now because of all of this going on like yeah I, I feel like time. I feel like if we got Shane because of what's going on right now and also because of like our thing with Shane or my thing with Shane um <laughs> I feel like that would easily be our most like watched and downloaded episode
0: Well, he also has, he has so much experience with the company and with Buna Murray and with MTV. And he's really seen the challenge develop and grow throughout all these different generations. And not just generations of cast, but generations of production as well. And that's a big factor. So he's really seen the progression of where things are going and how they're handling these different situations.
1: Oh, yeah. Speaking of that, uh, I then saw that Nilsa was trying to talk shit on
0: Shane. Did you see this? no shut the fuck up God. What happened? what'd she say
1: she, she, she was just like there's this generation of challenge fan where if somebody says something then you've got all these commenters and then you've got certain people in the universe egging them on where it's like oh so and so is trying to stay relevant guys what oh, the fuck are you talking about when about you say it, that
0: spoke, Who did I, who did we talk about this with was it um was it with Polly when we, we've yes. talked about this before, obviously in the past, but it's just like the worst. It's such a shitty, it's basically saying the only reason you would ever chime in and give your opinion is because you want to be famous too, as opposed to maybe you're a human being with an opinion that you want to share. Like, why is it that one person, how is it that's telling someone that they're trying to stay relevant is not in fact also trying to stay relevant by that very definition?
1: It, it's people not understanding the process of the show, and it's like, oh well, if you're not on, if you're not on a season, then you're like desperate. Yeah. yeah, you're and you're desperate to come back on. Yeah, I mean, and and clearly they don't call you. Like clearly you're blacklisted. That's how all this shit gets started, and you know, yeah. So so um no, weird, Joe. I never
0: think that. You know, I never assume. I, I, I would never be able to do back-to-back shows. Like these, these people, like I just think that it's crazy and also people have real life. How could you possibly yeah. just pick up and go do this shit? No problem all the time. So for me, if I see someone not on a season, the last thing I think is, oh, they retired or oh, they're banned. And I see so often in challenge fans and in challenge talk and all these different groups where the discussion will lead to one person who's not on one season and all of a sudden they're banned they're retired they're not doing it anymore like people were saying that about nani but I'm sure she would have just come back on if the timing was right if things had worked out you know she's on yeah. now. it's not Yeah and like she return. but
1: yeah and she was smart though like you do kind of need a break from it mm-hmm. and um so yeah just to clear up uh there's a difference between Nilsa from Florida, Shore and Nutza my girl nutza from are you the one who should be on the challenge because she would be an absolute legend uh, i follow her on instagram She'd just to let you guys know yeah nutza is Nutsa is is wild um but nilsa <laughs> no so nilsa was nilsa was you know saying that same shit like talking to you, like oh you know you're you're irrelevant you're an old person and it's just like god i wish these fucking people who are on mtv shows would understand the legacy of the network That they're on, and I wish the legacy was properly valued. Because Nilsa, I I got news for you: your show, your your show, *Florabama Shore*, is not even in the same ballpark of Mm. ratings that *Road Rules: Campus Crawl* got in 2002. You're you're probably getting doubled, like you're probably getting laughed by the amount of viewers that were watching that shit. Like it was so relevant back then. It was literally like. The trend, like like finger on the pulse of society, like Shane was a major groundbreaking gay character on television
0: yeah those, that was on such deal. a popular
1: in yeah like such a popular, enduring season of the show, and it's like, God, if you watch the challenge, how are you not up on this stuff? like I know I'm an old man supposedly well, but,
0: okay but you have to you have to realize as well the fact that they're these seasons are not easily available to watch especially road rules it's so hard to find and them. you know
1: what shani that leads me into my next goddamn point Ooh. viacom what are you doing <laughs> viacom what is your problem okay they have an app Zach is having for- a full
0: podcast right now with bnm and viacom. <laughs> <laughs> like actually, to watch we're gonna Guys,
1: them. Uh, they have an app for CBS. It's CBS All Access. So you've amazing. got every every season of Survivor, every season, every of, Big season Brother, of Big Brother, everything that you want. Amazing Race, all that. Viacom. We talked about this last season during Final Reckoning. Viacom owns property for VH1, MTV, Nickelodeon. Think of all these great shows that you loved growing up. Viacom All the, that all Viacom the money, love shows, for.
0: the rock, yeah, rock and Love shows. Yeah.
1: All these shows, every road rules, every season of The Challenge, every season of Real World. all the Yes, all the old-school Nickelodeon shows from the 90s that everybody Star always talks out. about that you can't watch because they're not online because Viacom has rights to them. Viacom, why do you not have a streaming service? You, you guys would be making thing. bank. They would be making fucking bank.
0: I honestly think it's a legal thing. I think there must be some sort of barrier stopping them from – being able to release them like there has to be something in their distribution in in there somewhere somewhere along the lines they lost the rights to be able to distribute these things so freely because it makes no sense that they wouldn't at least put like the shows that are still running up online like why isn't the challenge up online it's crazy that they don't even have that offered i know that
1: i know that there's an issue i heard i remember susie talking about the reason that you won't see footage from older seasons of the show is because they haven't been converted to hd yet but um, like for example on
0: not to sell not to sell them that's a weird yeah and
1: reason. and on on cbs all access like the older seasons of survivor i mean that's just how they show up you know you get them in the lower quality that's that's what happens
0: oh the big brother old seasons it really pisses me off the aspect ratio of the screen of the frame size changes randomly throughout the episode it'll be just like by a centimeter just like a tiny yeah. tiny little pit it's so weird and it always happens and i just notice it every time
1: you guys, I am so bad with my knowledge of Big Brother that literally the only season of the show I've ever watched is the first season. The, the only character from Big Brother that I know that hasn't been on the challenge is Chicken George.
0: Chicken George. I love Chicken George.
1: That's, that's the only guy I know. So,
0: so funny. I really so got to bone awesome.
1: up on, uh, on Big Brother. You're very similar to
0: like a Mike Boogie. Um, okay, okay, let's, let's I'll go get back into someday. this, guys. Let's go back into this. We got the tri- oh, yeah. Um coming okay wait here first before the nominations we had a little scene of bear in georgia and this was when georgia was trying to make bear feel better and so she like bear coffee and is is like oh i'll do anything to make you feel better i'm gonna make you coffee i'm gonna make you food and make you like everything is just gonna be happy and she's just trying to be like positive about the whole loss etc and it's it it made me think because I, we know that Georgia knew the girlfriend before going into the house, right? That's the tea that's been spilled out there from the ex-girlfriend. And it also makes sense that she would know because Bear's such a big guy on social media. He's a huge guy in the UK. And if they're running in the same influencer circles, it'd be really weird for her not to know about his girlfriend that they yes. were dating for a few months. So my theory is that Georgia's just always had a crush on Bear. As someone who's, like, she's seen, you know, she's seen, probably, like, met him quite a few times in different social settings and things like that. And, you know, going on the challenge was her opportunity, and she also knows that Bear has lower morals when it comes to that kind of thing. (laughs) So I happen to think that Georgia was well aware of who Bear was, who he was dating, and decided to just, like, pursue it anyways. And then when, when, when he said, like, he was broken up with her, she just assumed, okay, well, maybe the girlfriend knows that he's broken up because he's flying and it's Bear. Like, you know, he's on a challenge. She can't possibly think that they're still together kind of a thing. Because it would be weird as well for the girlfriend to assume that Bear would stay loyal after only a couple months when he has such a crazy reputation for this, you know?
1: That's a great theory. I love it. George always watching from the sidelines, finally got her chance, took her shot. Yep. Okay. I'm down with that. Um, yeah. I really loved that scene. You're the best bear.
0: I'll do anything for you.
1: <laughs> they
0: they were all, like they were also in Thailand recently. She was there for a bit of it. I think she was there for about a week of the trip that he was in with uh, Theo and stuff. So she, she was also there. She hung out with him after the season. I don't know if after the past few episodes though, she's really been talking to him because she seems really hurt on Twitter. And a lot of people were saying, why isn't she upset with bear based on her tweets about Hunter? But uh, I don't think that Georgia really specified that she was only upset with Hunter. It seemed like she was also equally upset with bear via those tweets. So I'm not, I'm not, I'm not ruling anything out just yet, but it does seem a little fishy that she's so into bear in this house. After finding out this news, it feels like it must not have been a like really news, you know, it must not have been yeah. actual news. Maybe it's also just a production storyline. Who knows? Yeah.
1: It could, could be something that they kind of, you know, they set up, they're putting on a little bit. Uh, Marcy, the baby is great. Baby is perfect. I don't think the baby will be making an appearance on the show tonight, but um, is baby's
0: sleeping.
1: Yeah, baby sleeping. Yeah. Oh, baby's so sleeping. I can't Not for long, but
0: crazy. Wow, Zach Calhoun—he procreated, guys. It's a big deal. <laughs> all right, so nominations. We jump in to uh, the scene at the table. These are getting really short because they're obviously super, super quick and concise at this point. Everybody knows everybody's enemies. Theo essentially brings out all three of the cards for everybody. He's like, "Okay, you're putting in this person. You're putting in that person. You're putting in this person," and then they just carry on. That's it. You know, super fast. Um, Theo puts in Hunter uh or no sorry theo puts in uh
1: theo put in wes
0: theo put in wes yeah holly put in kyle obviously yeah. and then turbo put in turbo hunter Turbo put, yep. put him in the last time uh, yeah. and it's it's kind of an interesting fight that's developing i wasn't sure if it was a foreshadow to one of them leaving or not throughout the episode with turbo and hunter fighting so much it does seem like it's going to be a, a storyline that will continue and carry on I'm not sure why Hunter is being so explosive.
1: Man, I've got so many, so many thoughts on Hunter. First and foremost, let's start with we we go into the tribunal room, you know, to get the the uh, uh, the negotiations with everybody who got nominated, and in the scripted moment of the night, maybe the scripted moment of the season.
0: Oh, and you mean in Hunt- the council where they're like on the thing? Yes.
1: Yeah. Hunter literally walks in and essentially starts reciting a script Mm. it would not surprise me if like Wes wrote the script for him (laughs) and then he comes in and he looks at them and he starts saying you know there's there's three things a man never does or a man never says whatever shit he tried to do and then they interrupt him they're like hold on buddy and then he goes no there's three things and he keeps trying to go into it and
0: Theo shut him down pretty well though.
1: Yeah, and thank God Theo shut him down because I don't have respect for that. I mm-hmm. don't have respect for such obvious scripting and trying to get something across that is just hollow because Hunter does not ha- he does not have that natural charisma. The only time he has natural charisma is when he's acting like an asshole, like when he's when he's popping off. But when he comes in and he tries to make this like meaningful speech because he thought it would make for good TV, and it's like I, I guarantee, I guarantee you, Wes helped him write that.
0: Mm, I might, t- yeah. I might
1: tweet that at Wes. <laughs> I bet he did.
0: I mean, he helped him with a lot this season, but that's a reason why I'm confused. Why he's so explosive is the fact that he has Wes there. Why is he playing such a stupid? He, it's just such an emotionally driven game, and I would assume that by pairing, you know, partnering with Wes. You are trying to put your big boy pants on and not play the same kind of game that you've been playing for a while, which is this emotionally driven game and i i'm
1: weird. i'm gonna throw it out there he's hunters just he's just not very good he's he he's not he's, he's a completely good over i i think he's completely overrated um he won just a terrible season, one of the worst seasons in the show's history and he didn't, and win he that. didn't even and he didn't even start the season in the house. He came in, like, you know, whenever they came in.
0: Yeah. I'm not he that didn't impressed. Win. He also didn't win. Everyone keeps saying um, he won, but he didn't win. Part of the rules that yeah. season was having to actually beat your partner. So, he didn't really win that season.
1: And on top of that, um, he lost a physical elimination to Nelson on Dirty 30 I believe it was.
0: Yeah, that was a rough Was that 30-30?
1: One?
0: Was it the yeah. one where they were back-to-back?
1: Yep. Yeah, i don't
0: think that was was 30 30 i can't remember i think
1: that was 30 30 um and i just he, he always hypes himself up he always hypes up how nobody can beat him which mm. he said on a couple seasons he hypes up how you know he would like he i said so he got in the fight with turbo tonight because he was saying i'll fuck anyone up here like you don't want to see me in a fight i'll fuck i will fuck up anyone here
0: when and, he started that, that was weird. Can you, He's not actually, does he actually, do you think he actually thinks he can fuck up Turbo or that's?
1: Yeah, he does. He, he does. And, and, and you know what? Listen, I'm not the kind of person who's going to say, oh, so-and-so is delusional. How, you know, that's what, that's what people who love CT do. They're like, how dare so-and-so say that they can beat CT? No, it's not about that. It's not about that. It's just about i i don't believe it i don't believe the way that you're selling it you don't have charisma you you don't really have anything to back up how much of a badass you say you are like if hunter got in a fight and fucked someone up i would and you know got kicked off a season i would stand back i'd be like okay okay man um but yeah but,
0: uh, yeah, but then then we would also say that he has no emotional control again we'd be like why are you fucking someone up like that
1: i i would honestly like I would, I just want to see it at this point because he does it every season. Like, all he's doing is threat, <laughs> is, is fronting, really. That's all he's doing is fronting.
0: We got to look in the comments right now. Greg's comment is hilarious. Hunter is the competitor of Big Easy claimed to be, <laughs> which is honestly hilarious. I think so Big Easy solid. before
1: the Gauntlet 3 final. I'll I, never quit.
0: I honestly think Hunter is like a solid competitor in terms of actual competitions. I just think he is so in his head a lot. He can't focus as well. He's not. Sharp in the same way that a lot of you know the people that I really respect as competitors are like he's definitely by no means a West and he just is such a loose cannon. I I I suspect we'll see a nice character development though from from Hunter similar to what we've seen a lot of the old vets where they grow up they come back they're more mature.
1: He he has one of the worst social and political games that I've ever seen
0: but that's like because does anybody play, does it, but that's because he plays only emotionally he's not he doesn't care to politic his way to the end but he wants to just like win all the eliminate you know what i mean he's not smart about it that's what he i mean he's not do smart. it
1: like ct used to do that ct used to do that and it was 10 times more entertaining and, and Wes used to do it same thing but hunter does it and it's just it it falls flat for me so i'm gonna say he's got I don't think I can think I, I I can't think of anybody who's got a worse social game than Hunter. He literally cost himself all that money because he can't stop calling Corey. women whores and all this stuff. Corey's bad too.
0: Corey's social but game is I, miserable because he also say, has really little competitor to back him up as well. I, I would I would say Corey is Corey's better than
1: Hunter in terms of social. And it's yeah, it's not maybe. and it's it's trust me, it's not a it's not flattering for either of them. But, yeah, so I'm going to say he's, he's, a, he's a horrible social political player, and he's an overrated physical player.
0: Mm.
1: Because mm. what has he done in that regard that has knocked you out, that has been like, wow, this guy is a threat? I mean, oh. beating Chase and Ashley, not ah. that impressive. And Ashley legit, like we saw that elimination. Ashley no, but off. I was
0: impressed with him, and was it dirty, thirty, which which one did Camilla win? I was impressed with him in that season where he got hurt, and he really kept fighting until the very end. He took out like all of his friends. okay. Wh- yeah, he when when he, he broke threw. his hand. He beat I, I, so many of that, that season because he had to because otherwise he would have went home because his social game was so weak. Like, as a whole, in terms of as a challenger, I rate him very lowly because of his social game, because of his emotional control, because of that kind of stuff. But as a competitor solely, I think he's done some damage.
1: Joe, uh, Joe yes, Nelson is better than Hunter. I would say Nelson is the best of the three of them. Really? Yes, that's what I would say.
0: Mm, i'm not sure i'd have to really go back and, and focus on he things. beat well i, I mean, grouped them together a nelson, lot,
1: so. nelson beat hunter and Corey straight up both of them granted nelson beating Corey wasn't impressive at all that elimination oh, was, was horrible th-
0: the soccer one that was tr- yeah. tragic that was tr- yeah. tragic that wasn't let's not even talk about that that was so sad uh you know what I'm looking back because nelson did win all of the he won against all of them, right? He took them all out that season. So that, that's pretty just, impressive. Uh,
1: well, I just think that Nelson's actually run a house before. I, listen, guys, I'm not going to go into my Nelson Shane thing, but there's indisputably they ran the house last season. Mm. So that's all I'm going to say. Like, actually run it. Like, Hunter will never run a house. Hunter is a dope. He plays the no, same way every he time. He will
0: never run a house. Hunter will only be run. That's the thing. Yes. Is that- yep but that's that's a part of the that's a part of his mental game that's where i think he laughs ah, most he just he certain.
1: just plays it so weird like how many times have you heard hunter say the phrase my best friend in the house so and so is my best friend in the house and that just like the way he says that it just leads me to believe that he's a follower oh, because he keeps he he keeps getting manipulated into saying the same shit over and over again
0: Possibly. All right, we have to talk about the line. The this incredible quote of the evening, guys. This was freaking fantastic. Where Turbo goes, I'm human. Hunter goes, I'm human too. Turbo goes, No, you're chicken. <laughs> Fucking priceless moment. I think awesome. this they summed up the fight so perfectly. They ended it off on like a bang with that just zing 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 moment from Turbo. And he really shut down Hunter both and, linguistically and that's what I'm saying like, and physically.
1: Hunter was Shook, one hundred percent. Was he
0: drunk? Was he drunk? What was going on? Yes,
1: definitely. Oh yeah, that's the other, the other running thing here is us pointing out just how drunk people are, even though it doesn't come off. Yes, he was fucked up for sure. Mm. But
0: I can never tell because they don't show them drinking as much anymore. So we just see them when they're actually drunk. So you have to either assume, and I couldn't tell from his eyes or not. But a lot, a lot of stupid shit coming out of that camp right now. Yeah, Hunter was up. Do you wonder if Wes? is doing this intentionally like allowing his ally to go a little bit crazy so he has that buffer zone in front of him so oh my god if you're yeah. looking for a target well, it's hunter
1: wes is wes is goat herding right now he that that's that's classic survivor strategy and and big brother strategy wes is just like i'm gonna hunter my number one and i'm just gonna let him do all the stupid shit and nobody's gonna go after me mm. you know maybe Maybe that might turn into a problem when they get to a final if Hunter is like supposedly as strong and beastly as as he says he is, even though he won one of the worst finals I've ever seen that took uh, that required zero skill. I could have run all. that
0: final. I'll actually, wait, sorry, there was eating involved. I no no. Well, I that the <laughs> final
1: required zero skill. It was horrible.
0: Yeah, the running I could have done in my sleep. It was like five k. Yeah. People don't even—you don't have to train for a 5K. You could just go do that right now, guys. You could all go do a 5K. If you you want just to. have
1: to—you ha- if you can push yourself a little bit, you can get through the 5K.
0: Easy, it was so fucking short. I do it with my dogs. Okay, so uh, we go in past the fight, right, and then we get into the elimination, uh, into the killing floor. And this is when they start announcing different things. We get the Burger King prize, which, you know, I wrote down here as just a fantastic moment because I love when they do this kind of stuff. It gives me lots of nostalgia. It's like, you know, a little bank account or a personal yeah. something. I'm, Guys, I'm, wondering I have, um, I, I'm wondering what it's going to be.
1: I'm wondering what it's going to be as well. And I hope that it's it's a black and white milkshake. I hope they both get black and white milkshake. I hope
0: it's cash. As well. I hope it's like some a meal and then like a cash gift card for three like K. By the way,
1: is, is black and white milkshake, is that like a... Is that a full U.S. thing or is that only around here? Do you think like, everybody Burger say, King?
0: Do you think there, I go does to every, Burger King?
1: You don't go to Burger
0: King, damn, Shawnee. The last time I've been to Burger King was like fucking never. I actually maybe never. Maybe I got like a Coke from there somewhere.
1: Wow, you think you're you're that much better than us, Shawnee? You're better. No, there's than, just than the way better Coke.
0: fast food, and and yeah, I do. <laughs> there
1: is way better fast food, but sometimes. Okay, so listen. First and foremost. So black and white milkshake. I want to know if everybody calls it a black and white milkshake. Uh, secondly, um, you know I have had some fast food in my day, guys. So I will say that if you are going to uh, the three main fast food staples—Burger King, McDonald's, Wendy's—obviously you've got uh, the oh milkshakes, but but also the, the Wendy's would be the frosty three
0: restaurants.
1: I will say that the Burger King milkshake is superior to both the McDonald's milkshake and the Wendy's Frosty, and motherfuckers are going to come at me for saying that, but I stand by it. Burger King milkshakes are real good.
0: I find them to be really gross. You know who does a really killer milkshake, though? It's in and out. Mm -mm.
1: Well, I live in Pennsylvania, Shiny, so I don't get to sample that goodness. It's uh, It's
0: not even really a milkshake. It's just loose like a soft serve ice cream that they put in a cup and it's just like it's so creamy it's insane i'm
1: still waiting for our listeners and viewers to band together and raise the money to fly me out to california for my dream trip so that you and i can podcast live together that
0: would be be so much fun that would be awesome epic well one day we'll meet up in new york for sure
1: we'll do a live broadcast in front of the real world los angeles house oh so that's, that's how we'll i do like it. that and, and, and we'll interview beth get ready guys
0: <laughs> we'll bring beth and cyrus and we'll smoke jays and interview them <laughs> this is a plan that must happen it up. this is we'll a plan yeah, yeah and then we can go to in and out we can have some milkshakes definitely mm-hmm. never taking you to Wendy. i'll take you to like the middle class fast food like the chipotle oh the uh, bread. Tr- trust me, like, that, trust that, me that, I put that's that's my avenue
1: I put down some Chipotle out here trust yeah. me how far away are you from Oceanside that's where I want to go
0: like in San Diego yeah Wh- why that's too random I actually went on a trip there in high school with my friends yo that's weekend. that's
1: where they filmed Veronica Mars I'm trying to I'm trying to see that shit that is trying to so be like oh funny. yo it's Neptune
0: Oceanside is like the ghetto of San Diego but not really because like San Diego can't really have a it's ghetto. it's like a beach town six- right yeah yeah it is it's really nice
1: that's awesome
0: but that's the, the ghetto
1: <laughs> that's the ghetto of san diego all right cool
0: that's sounds a lot better san diego than san diego gets that sounds oh. a lot
1: better than north philadelphia so
0: yeah right. well you should check out long beach where snoop dogs from because it's like ghetto but on a beautiful beach so it's hilarious i'm
1: I'm totally down so with it's that.
0: not it's not even like an ugly area it's gorgeous it's an awesome boardwalk it's like stunning but then there's a ton of gang violence which is just mm. right on the beach there um sounds okay, like a good time Let's get back into this episode. We uh, moved past the Burger King prize into the elimination. And this one was an awesome elimination, but shitty for the people that were competing. So we have the voting that goes down. We had a little bit of a cliffhanger between the commercial breaks to see who was going to get sent in for a moment. I thought it was gonna be West, but then it turned out to not be. Uh, We started it off. We had Turbo. He sent in Kyle, which was interesting that he wouldn't go for Hunter after such a big fight and i don't know why they would target somebody who is much less of a threat at least in my opinion personally to them like Kyle versus Hunter i'm taking a hunter for sure so anyways turbo votes in kyle theo votes in west and then Paulie. this is where the cliffhanger comes in is you know gives a little speech a little spiel about how he could go the easy route and play with his emotions or he could not and then boom cuts a commercial Come back, and then we see Polly make the bitch move and send in yep. Kyle. I yep. thought that was bullshit.
1: It was bullshit in a lot of ways, but honestly, Nani Nani spoke how we felt. You know, mm. Nani was like, "Okay, we get it. You guys have a rivalry. Uh, I'm over it. We're all over it." And she's so right. The Pauly Kyle rivalry has just fallen flat on its face. It's really over. You guys have squeezed every possible drop of juice out. And, you know, you just have to let it go. Paul, Paulie is, is – he's still pushing it. He's going to push it throughout the whole season. Mm. Irving is dead on. Paulie's balls have been in Carr's purse the entire season. Spot on. And it's just a – let it go, man. It's a dead rivalry. It's not going to be among the greats. It's not going to be a CT I think, and I think Adam rivalry.
0: I think it's a hilarious rivalry, but I think it's a far more comedic than it would be serious, you know, in that way. It's definitely not C.T. Adam. I don't think anyone's punching any heads. My dog is doing such hud rat shit right now. Um <laughs> <but> <laughs>
1: I told you guys, Shani's dogs would make a return. Your dogs were the star of last week's episode.
0: Yeah, they're um, honestly hilarious. you got to see yeah, them. So they're, people,
1: they're just- people were taking odds on if your dogs would make an appearance or if my uh, my baby would make an appearance and it ended end up being your dogs here, I think.
0: <laughs> oh, baby would have been cuter. Um, but yeah, this rivalry, <laughs> it's really out. It's sort of outlived itself. And also it was a disappointing moment for me because I thought it would have been a great time for Polly to make a shock move. Oh, motherfucker. Hold on. I thought it would be a great time for Paul to make a shock, shock move, and he didn't. He just chose the easy route, and to me, that's kind of like a cop-out, and it also benefits them less in the game. How is that beneficial for them to get out? To I, like I,
1: I don't know, and, and yes, the, the comment section is spot on. He wants it to be like Kenny and Wes, so mm. bad, and it will never be that because Kenny and Wes, and we've said it on here before, they legitimately don't like each other. In fact, they hate each other. Yeah, we heard it on the
0: interview right here. If
1: Kenny and Wes saw each other on the streets, they would, like, it would be tense. They would not say what's up to each other. If they said anything to each other, it would, like, it would be bad. They hate each other. Legit. That's a rivalry. Any rivalry you see on the show now is either uh, overblown, fake, you know, there, there there's a number of but there there's no genuine rivalries. On yeah, the show I could anymore.
0: see what you mean in that it wouldn't be that kind of a rivalry, but at the same time, it has been an entertaining rivalry. It has been cool to watch. I just think it's just, I don't know. I just I just think it was a lame move. It just was so moot. You know, like why would you? Kara's
1: skin was shocking enough. Kara's skin caught some flack tonight. Listen, <laughs> I am not going. See, I have. Why? What enough, happened to her enough, skin? I, people are just people were saying like her skin looked very oily tonight. Is is what I saw, Um and it's what like a
0: random I, comment.
1: If 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 I say anything about Cara's looks or anything like that, like people will jump all over me. So I'm gonna steer clear of it. Yeah, that. because you're really
0: um, not one to talk when it comes in that department. So I have no, a no, to l- stay
1: away. Listen, I I, I will say that Cara's fashion sense is whack as fuck.
0: Yeah, but whack as
1: fuck. But, um.
0: But isn't that Johnny fashion? and Devin,
1: Robert, that's a great point. Johnny. So however, I think if Johnny and Devin would have stayed teammates last season, I think they would have gotten along more. But yeah, they were put in a situation where the the, the bad blood between them definitely grew.
0: It would have been fun to see Johnny and Devin as teammates last season because it would have it would have either led to a deeper rivalry or to reconciliation like yeah, yeah yeah that would have been cool to see i do think that that's a good call though johnny and devon is very genuine kyle and and Polly is just entertaining but i know what you mean but in the fact that it's not like a hardcore rivalry in the same way um but you know the past few eliminations that we've seen where people get called in like this reminds me of when they sent in josh and amanda because it's you know it's it's weird why are you trying to get rid of just the weaker person the weaker team you know kyle obviously he's a slight you know a bit of a threat but he's not as i mean there are some beasts in there still wes and hunter are still right there for the taking and nobody even went and and took a punch so i was surprised at that for sure um and obviously as you guys know kyle goes in and then he comes down and he picks the one and only bear and this was a disappointing elimination for me
1: yep yep this
0: was not fun and for you guys who haven't seen yet or the breakdown, you want the breakdown, the elimination, basically it was, you know, like we said, a trivia mixed with physical. So they had these giant balls. It's really funny. There's a lot of balls in this episode, like the ba- bouncy balls in the wind challenge. And then now these ones, um, and they fall from the sky. They all have answers on them for trivia questions that TJ's asking. And I love when there's trivia involved that is not related to the challenge because, you know, challenge trivia, obviously the super fans are going to do well, but when it comes to worldly trivia, anything, you know, related to oh god, So this planet uh, is going to show some true colors when it comes to intelligence. And we definitely saw that tonight. People not knowing, you know, which one has a royal family. I'm pretty sure it's Japan, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it's Japan. Yeah. You know, the fact that they would go for something like Chile or Argentina. I mean, it's just so apparent that nobody, like these people are so designed for reality TV, they could not hang in an industry that requires this kind of knowledge whatsoever and you saw it on their faces when they announced that it was trivia you saw bear go oh fuck you saw kyle i mean instantly defeated almost yeah but then they looked at each other like i guess we're in the same boat here
1: this elimination i i do think that there were there's some really good comments right now um there were ways in this elimination that you could have maybe gotten a leg up on your opponent, and and it it would have been all about misdirection. So if if I were in the elimination, that's what it would have been. I would have acted like I knew the right answer, grabbed the wrong ball, and then maybe like given that up easier to my opponent, you know, preying yes. on the fact that that your opponent doesn't really know what he's talking about either. So so I would have done something like that and that. See see if that would have worked. That would have been Bear's only chance because really, I mean, Bear gave up a lot of size and a lot of weight to Kyle. Um, Kyle's definitely got the advantage on him.
0: That's a good hustle for this kind of elimination. Like that's that's a move to make because you started off saying, Oh, you're 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 insecure about this elimination, mm-hmm. you're not sure, you have no confidence, whatever, you're really about a trivia. And then you go in there and you pretend to grab one of the balls that's the wrong answer you sort of hustle the other player they don't know what the hell's going on so they're like all right i'm just going with what you got you pretend to give it your all and then you take your time and get the actual answer
1: nelson's right too. another thing would be to just just kick like kick all the balls kick them all over the place (laughs) you know for because for bear the only thing that was going to um Really give him the advantage would be space. Like you needed to create as much space for yourself as possible. So if you kick the balls all over the place and you're creating mm. chaos. You've got a better opportunity of getting a ball and actually having a pretty direct line to run somewhere. So I, I definitely. But it didn't that seem like
0: well. he. It didn't seem like Kyle was really going for um his own answers. It seemed like he was only going after whatever Bear was going for. So yeah,
1: that that was Kyle's counter for sure. He was waiting for Bear to make that move.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's just weird, and you know, Bear he gave up easily in this elimination for sure. I I was not impressed whatsoever. Um, but it's classic Bear. Like I didn't think that I thought. At some point, the the juice was gonna run out. You know, at what point was he gonna be like, "Fuck this shit, I'm I'm out. I gotta go see oh, my as, cousin." As
1: they say, as Neil Young said, it's better to burn out than to fade away. So uh, what I mean, what can we say? Like Bear, he killed it all season long. Hard carry. He hard carried the season for me, um, and he goes out on top. Like he was still entertaining as hell in this episode every episode he got screen time on this guy was unbelievable Mm, and the charisma uh, i I haven't seen anything like that in so long like this guy got me so invested in the show and he will be back he he has to be back mtv has to bring this guy he's
0: on a multi-season contract so we know he's gonna be back already which is fantastic for us as viewers and yeah you know he was just so charismatic uh we have not seen a character like that in a very long time Uh, if really at all. Like, I don't think we've ever had someone that charismatic on the show that brings that much personality to the table and, and the dynamic between all the new rookies and things like that. It was really a lively season. And yeah, it definitely got me so invested. Like, I want, I was excited to watch every single episode, whereas last season it became almost a dread, like, oh, fuck, challenge night.
1: Yeah. Have to well, watch Bear is... Bear, yeah, it did become a big-time dread last season.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: Bear was very polarizing. He did exactly what you want him to do in that there was a side of the community that loved the entertainment factor. Like that, that, you know, for example, us, we're just sitting there watching everything he has to say and just Mm -hmm. eating it up. Mm -hmm. But then he also, the, the people that we talk about on the other side of the challenge fandom, the marks, the people who are like, Oh, I hate this bear guy. He got them riled up too. It was really the perfect storm. He had, he people cared about him. That's the thing. That's why he's such a good character. They cared about either seeing him lose or seeing him win and say all kinds of shit that he says.
0: Yeah, he was, you know, love the definition, the actual definition of a love-hate character yeah. right there is bare for sure and you know i i see uh fabi in the comments saying that they couldn't have done that because the people uh the cast members were yelling out the answers to the elimination and they were yelling out the wrong answers i mean they still didn't yeah, get the what royalty hunter, question
1: what, when hunter told us to go with chili that that's so, so weird
0: funny. it's so weird because japan is such a well-known <laughs> royal family <laughs> the dyn- like yeah. they have a dynasty a, literally a
1: well-known dynasty
0: it's um, just ooh, weird. I, I, like,
1: uh, I like Greg's comment that Bear—he's like a more suave version of Puck. Mm. I dig that. Mm. I dig that, Greg. And I think that's, it's the accent—the accent, the accent that's really a does. Good it.
0: comparison. That's a good comparison right there because he really—he really is sort of same kind of shit-stirring ability. Although I would say I would put him—you know—points above. Oh, oh, shots have been fired. Corey, your ninja is greater than
1: Bear. Corey, I know you. I know you oh. I know that you're trolling me right now. You're trolling me right now. If anybody watches this season and they're like, oh my God, I love Ninja and I hate Bear. I want to interview that person on this show.
0: Well, go to any of the challenge fan Facebook groups because there are a ton of those people out there. A lot of people really dislike Bear. They're constantly commenting, like get him out. Also on the challenge Facebook page, I notice a lot of comments about things that are just so inaccurate. I mean, not inaccurate, but just shitty opinions. You know, a lot of people are tired of the rookies. You know, quote unquote, yeah. they're making the show bad. Get these people out of here. Uh, bring, you know, I can't believe the vets are all gone. Blah blah blah. Like, it's just a lot of bullshit stuff that they're not really seeing the big picture of how much better the show is. And the show is in terms of its standing right now, ratings-wise, quality-wise, production-wise, because of these new characters. They're so it's so short-sighted.
1: Shani, what I love is that you, you just said a phrase that I hold dear to my heart. You said shitty opinions. And one of the main messages, one of the main tenants of this show is yeah. that you're allowed to hate on someone's opinion. All right. We do not respect people who stand behind the crutch of, well, it's my opinion, man. I can say it. it's my opinion. I can say it cause it's my opinion. Yeah, Your opinion can be bad. Some opinions
0: are bad. <laughs> yeah. You're allowed to have your own wrong. opinion. Yeah, you're allowed to have your own opinions, but some of them are shitty. I don't know if I would label everybody as wrong. I just think some are shitty. But in ter- in terms of like the, uh, I, there's the rookies, opinions, yeah, there's
1: opinions that are dead wrong. Hitler had opinions. His opinions were wrong.
0: I agree with that. Thank you for putting the Jew on the spot just in saying, such guys. a way. That's yeah. facts, just, right there. That's just facts. saying,
1: guys. Uh, uh.
0: Oh my god, that's a great example. Although I wouldn't I wouldn't relate or I wouldn't compare the Challenge Fan community to Hitler. No. No. Some of their I'm opinions not. are wrong for sure. Like if, um, if you're saying if you're saying that the rookies are not bringing in better ratings, those are wrong opinions because that's obviously completely inaccurate. you are not Listen, at if
1: if you're following uh the Challenge March Madness bracket that they that they did on Twitter, some people held the opinion that Final Reckoning was better than uh like I think Final Reckoning won two rounds. So it beat two other seasons. I don't even remember what they were. I don't need to know what they were. I just know that that those seasons were better than Final Reckoning. So they,
0: they, what was it that Fresh Meat 2 didn't make it anywhere like in that thing, which was really disappointing Uh, as well. And then what Rivals didn't make it anywhere like either or some shit like that?
1: Rivals made, I think Rivals made a deep run. Um,
0: disappointing all around in terms of that thing i looked at it briefly and i was just shocked at the votes but that's because a lot of their newer more engaged fans are the ones who are you know the bloodline viewers and things like that so we don't we don't get the big hardcore fan community voting on a lot of those things as much i mean their reach it's just a lot of young people you know it's a lot of uh,
1: youngsters a lot of youngsters like you robert
0: Although I will say, that Final right. Reckoning started out so strong. So if people are just looking at the beginning, then it's a different story. But damn, I've never seen a season end so poorly. Like, what? Robert, I didn't
1: forget about you. We're going to talk about you in a couple minutes, buddy. Rivals
0: and Rivals 2 were Final Four. Oh, that's pretty solid. Yeah. But Fresh Me 2 was not in the Final Four, and that's where it really lost me. I mean, I don't think it even made it very far. That's bullshit. Fresh I, I think, uh,
1: I believe my boy OG Battle of the Seasons made it to the second round, so I was happy with that.
0: Fresh Meat Two is such a good season. If you guys have not seen yep. old seasons, you should definitely check out Fresh Me Two, hundred percent. Okay, yep. so back into the elimination, we got the questions right. They're going, they, the, you know, Bear. He's picking them off. Whatever. They both lose that royalty question. Um, and then you know the third question comes in, and you pretty much see Bear give up. Fourth question comes in, and again, Bear really had a chance to get that in. He had the ball. He was close to his goal. He could have made a run for it. He let himself get tackled, let the ball get taken away. Kyle puts it in, and that's it. The the final question was hilarious. It was about dolphins. Like, what are they classified as? Um, And obviously, it was mammals. Kyle, you know, throws it into his basket, and he's done. He wins. And I was just so surprised at how fightless – it was from Bear. Disappointing all around, in my opinion, hundred percent. You know, didn't. He was really... probably
1: really gassed. If I had to guess, I mean, in those rounds where you see like Kyle laying on top of Bear or Bear laying on top of Kyle, that probably went on for a long time. If I had to guess, Maybe. he was probably pretty pretty beat.
0: Maybe you think? I, I'd love to hear what the cast to say on Twitter if he yeah about
1: have... how long it lasted.
0: Yeah, if you put in a big usually pipe, somebody but gives
1: up those details.
0: You just didn't really see the fire in his eyes. It was just different. It was there was less. Also, the, Yo, <laughs> the we've
1: part- got this guy in the comments right now named Jack Wolf who is spitting some hot takes. Hot takes coming out of Jack Wolf right Rivals now. Rival overrated. People. He also said Fresh Meat Two is not good.
0: Shut the fuck up! Fresh Meat Two is a great season. <laughs> great no, season. Jack,
1: Jack, keep keep spitting those takes. Great keep season. spitting those takes, Jack. We great want you season.
0: here. Isn't Fresh Meat <laughs> Two also kind of where the Kenny West rivalry was cemented for good?
1: I would say it. It was. It was like the culmination of it, really,
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, leading into rivals. So, so that would that. So it was their rivalry traces to what? So Island Ruins and Fresh Meat two. All of those lead. Well, into it was rivals.
0: like Fresh Meat one, where they were kind of friends.
1: Yep. Yep.
0: And then it goes into Island, where then they weren't friends. Wes wasn't even there, right? It was just because uh, Kenny had gone. Yeah, Wes yeah, yeah,
1: wasn't on the island with Johanna yeah and the so then that was the whole story. most attractive uh but the then Fresh Meat 2 was,
0: me. was when it was really cemented because that's when Wes and Teresa and Kenny had that whole little love triangle and you know that was a big deal for Wes and so that's when I really think that it started getting real and that was the first time they were in person after the island I mean I'm just gonna say Fresh Meat 2 was fantastic it was the it was a real uprising of the major of the minority against the majority. We finally see a massive mob in the challenge house get taken over completely by pure athleticism and performance capabilities out of those two teams right there, which was Wes and Laurel and Julian and Pete essentially teaming up and took out the entire fucking house and you know turned It's a it's a great season,
1: uh great season for politics, great season for just like the game being flipped upside down. Uh Corey, it's funny that you bring that up about uh CT and Kenny on Inferno 3 because that was Greg's post on Challenge Maniacs. I think today, this morning, it was the anniversary of that, of the first episode of, of Inferno 3, uh, which is pretty much the great... Yeah, it's one of the best episodes. If if you're just ranking episodes of the challenge, uh, episode one of Inferno 3 is, like, one of the best episodes ever. It's, Remind me what it, happened? It's, CT comes in, gets in a fight with Kenny, then punches Davis, then goes... <laughs>
0: I remember that. That was so weird total- that he punched Guys, Davis because we don't even get to see it, really. But the fight with Kenny
1: is incredible. It's so good.
0: Uh, CT, apparently back then, CT was like stealing medication from people and selling it to locals yeah. and shit like oh, that. He's so
1: fucked up. He's so total fucked up. And also, right earlier, earlier in the night, he gives a toast. He's like, alright, we're all here to have fun. <laughs> we're all here to have a good time. And then it cuts to him choking Kenny oh,
0: and, my his, God.
1: and his, his nose bleeding
0: um oh my god i remember that and then he's like you know hurting my face my money maker you gave me a bloody nose dude you gave me a bloody nose
1: (laughs) um Uh. yes like just in terms of coming in getting a couple minutes of screen time and making the most of it nobody beats ct on inferno 3 all timer
0: That was CT just, he had a few of those. He's hilarious in that way. That was OG CT. That was his, his zero emotional control days. That's why I think we're going to see a similar development from someone like Hunter where right now he's super immature, super in his feelings. Listen,
1: Hunter is all talk Hunter. I've never seen Hunter scrap with anyone. Where's the wrestling match? Where's Hunter getting down into it? Like CT and Kenny ain't happening.
0: There's more rules now and there's more money to be won too. It's a lot less about coming on and just beating people up when there's a million dollars in the line you're thinking like don't fuck this up
1: listen if i'm hunter and i think i'm the baddest dude in the game and i already got you know a half a million dollars ripped away from me what's the fucking point anymore go in make
0: what do you mean the point is still to make the money there is no like no point just because of that come
1: out on that next season swinging like actually swinging hunter Make that. I want to say, man. I just want to see somebody. Why get would you off or,
0: lose? Why would you lose all that money one season? Come back the next season and beat somebody up just so you could go home moneyless and almost ashamed? How does that make any sense? To come in, it's not coming and swinging. That's listen, coming in I stupid.
1: wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that, Shani. But. Hunter would, because Hunter's out to prove that he's not a chicken and that he is a badass dude. But if oh, you want to prove chicken line is if, so funny. If you really want to prove you're a badass dude on the show, there's only I mean, if, if you're always talking about throwing hands, that's really the he's backing himself. He's painting himself into a corner. If you're gonna mm-hmm. talk about throwing hands so much, eventually you have to do it. Hunter equals Danny Jameson says Robert.
0: That's oh. a big ass stretch. Let's not get Ooh-hoo. carried away there. Hunter has no, won I'm, some eliminations before. Yeah, I'm good. Also, with throwing I'm, hands I'm is the funniest it. saying because I just imagine a bunch of like hands throwing. <laughs>
1: um, h- how many eliminations has Hunter won? Has he won one or oh, he beat Leroy, so he won two, I think. Uh,
0: uh, unless
1: you count, unless you count. Well, see, that's the other thing. Then you have to count his mercenary win. But no, like, he, he's a mer- he has
0: four wins, one losses, one loss.
1: Okay. So, do you count when him That's and Ashley won? That's not a
0: bad elimination record. That's four to one. But when him, this is why I
1: hate Final Reckoning. So when Hunter and Ashley won Final Reckoning to get in the game, when they won their elimination, does that count as elimination win for Hunter? What What if he would have lost?
0: Mm. It wouldn't have counted. No, no, no. His elimination wins are are solid. They're not just. They're not like just the redemption things. So, but
1: like, so they were brought in four... as mercenaries though. He...
0: He has four. No, that's separate. That's separate from this number right now because he has his elimination win. Was um, he has he beat Leroy, he beat Corey, he beat Leroy, he beat Corey without redemption. Corey? That was separate, yeah, yeah. He beat Corey Uh-oh. deadweight. That was the one I think on the foot on the feet they had to like lift their legs up. Um, so he beat Corey, he beat Leroy. Oh he my beat, god, uh, Angela and Faith with. When he was partnered with Ashley for no slap. Oh, yeah. And then he also beat this season uh, Ashley but wait, and Chase. The again. Angel
1: and Faith, no, see, the Angel and Faith one, that's my issue because that's when they came in as mercenaries. So that they, they beat Angel and Faith to get but in the game. It's still
0: in an elimination.
1: But, yeah, but if they would have lost, it wouldn't have counted as an elimination loss. It would have just been like, oh, Hunter was brought in as a mercenary. It's not, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like
0: mm. Frank
1: Sweeney doesn't get an elimination loss for losing when he got brought in. In vendettas,
0: maybe, maybe. I mean, I guess we'll have to see how they're counting it right now. But yeah, I guess I see what you're saying. If it's not a win, it's not a loss either. Listen, um,
1: don't don't blame me. Blame MTV for a poor structure of their season.
0: Yeah, well, if we could blame them for a lot of that recently, except for this season all right guys uh, so then we got bear he loses it's really sad it's a moment of sadness georgia is crying her eyes out bawling 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 like crazy waterworks like i've never seen before uh, it seems like her whole life is just falling apart this is when Wes makes the hilarious comment uh, about how he's about to go call his cousin and bear walks out not saying anything to anybody just sort of leaves and you know he makes the he makes his uh, humility remarks at this point where he's like nobody can humble me. Nobody can, you know, nobody can do that whatsoever, but the challenge, the challenge has humbled me. And I thought that was hilarious. And I wish right after he was like, I'm just kidding.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I like it. He he showed a little, little change in his personality on the way out. I'm sad to see him go.
0: Mm. Um, big, big, big. There's challenge. really,
1: there's really not that many people left in the game that I'm rooting for. Uh, I, I would, I would say for me, it's, it's, just
0: Wes. I'm definitely rooting for Theo. Like, if Theo could pull this off and win, I'd be fucking happy. That'd be a big um, ass win.
1: I'm rooting for Theo more now that he's not partnered with Crier. Um, but
0: <laughs> I'm rooting I for just, Theo because uh, yeah, I think that'd be, it'd be great that for one. the UK alliance to win. You know, they they were the best alliance throughout the house. I'd love to see them take it to the end. Uh, in terms of motivation, though, Wes has for sure the highest motivation to win at the end. He's he's the smartest, he's the sharpest, and he understands what seven hundred fifty thousand dollars can mean for him, what he can do with that for his you know his business, etc. That's like a whole bunch of investments he can make. Uh, so I think he has the most drive to get it. I would say Hunter's too emotional. I don't even think he's going to make the final. No, nobody,
1: yeah, yeah, no way is Hunter making the final. He's going to be top target. On do you think everyone's you think list making this the point. final? what six players so this is i mean this is my fucking issue i i i have i feel like they're gonna go gendered final they're 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 gonna try and do this shit to us and uh, i i just don't uh, but i don't know what to expect
0: are because of the way that west spoke about it like he was pretty clear about the fact that production was listening and that they did not the only way i see them doing that and west having said that is if west Got out before the final, and they had a gendered final that he didn't know about, like per se.
1: All, all I'm going to say is this twist worries me, and we don't look at the spoilers. We don't know what's going to happen, but I do get the sense there's something going on. Twist Eight worries players.
0: me. So the final okay. is soon. The final is really, really soon. Eight players. Yeah, it's girls, coming up. Boys, that's that's muy pronto. So we'll see how that plays out, uh, and who's going to make it to the end. Ooh,
1: yeah, we have to bring Jack. Jack, you got to come back in here. Like Jack, we need you here every week. <laughs> we we need. We need people like this. We need, a we need people. Fan. We need people who dis- we need fans of everyone. We need people who disagree with us. We we need it. We welcome it. We love it. We're in, Jack.
0: All right. My oh, dog- no
1: purge, please.
0: No. And oh, my dogs are my God. barking. So this is a perfect time to send everybody out right now. I think we got the full episode coverage. Super excited for next week. Shut the fuck up, dogs. I'll handle you next week, Robert. I'm not
1: forgetting my points. You next week
0: we will definitely be back thank you guys so much for tuning in this was an awesome this was an awesome episode because the live stream kept going throughout the entire thing i had very little cutoffs uh very <laughs> bad, very good connection and my dogs were totally fine up until right now oh you gotta see them they're so cute guys chill out my little sister just got home
1: and we, we are
0: shout out and congratulations to my little sister who got into like a bunch of fucking colleges hold on she's gonna make the pilot. Awesome. There we go. Sorry, it's okay, Eva. Don't worry, I still love you. Um, and yeah, we'll see you guys next week. It's gonna be great the week before Passover. Uh, I'll see you guys the week after. We'll be in Tel Aviv. We've got lots of content coming out. I'm so sorry about all the delays. Polly's episode is up now. We will have those recaps that we've been behind on, rolling out slowly. Slow and steady is the the pace that we like to go out over here. Of course, everything is available here on our Facebook page, though. So if you're super impatient and you really want to listen to us, come to our Facebook page, watch our videos, watch them from here, and you can get a look at all of our faces as well as Zach's beautiful face. So that's a nice bonus, watching the content instead of just the audio. Um, Ooh,
1: shawnee has got another admirer. Jack is jumping in. shawnee has got a lot of suitors Woo! that are watching the Saniac <laughs> podcast, guys.
0: We need to get, like, you, like, some fans like that. We need We need I, I, to have – Zach needs to have somebody, like, shouting him out in the comment section saying he looks good. Please
1: I, I really don't – I, Well, I have Iman. Um, Iman – private messaged me and said
0: um, can we get them in here they'll be very
1: iman messaged me and said that i look real that i've been looking really good on the podcast and then he made me his profile Mm -hmm. pic and i'm not even friends with him on facebook (laughs) yo i'm not friends with him on facebook and he sent me a friend request and i'm like wait a minute i'm in his profile pic
0: shut the fuck (laughs) up that's honestly hilarious yo
1: look at iman's profile i'm in his pic
0: Everybody go check out Iman's profile right now because this is about to be hilarious. Oh my god. <laughs> that is so funny, guys. This is the funniest picture from Zach. I'm going to post a fucking link to no, the
1: right that
0: live video because this is so priceless. You guys are going to die. It's when Zach has bleach blonde hair. It's a truly a moment that everybody needs to know about. Everybody needs to watch this. This is like a time in Zach's life. He was... Uh, almost a Justin Timberlake kind of vibe going on there with the sort of ice ice the fringe there you know it was was interesting listen shout
1: out to shout out to the legend Iman shout out to my bleached hair that I used to have shout out to all the Saniacs
0: I posted on the west video on accident whoops guys (laughs) <laughs> there it's there for everybody now and something else I uh, want to let everybody know about uh definitely check it out if you're in Los Angeles come work out with me on Saturdays uh go to Louisa's gym slay it's been fantastic she has like a group class and everything so definitely come there uh this past week there was actually a girl who listens to the podcast which I thought was fantastic that was pretty cool that's awesome uh you get to see me in a very vulnerable really ugly state I get ugly when I work out so that's a fun time uh definitely come check it out <laughs> they're always there you can't
1: hold back if you're gonna slay like if you're oh. gonna slay you gotta yeah. go all the way
0: oh yeah you have to slay in the gym so you can slay at night you know what i mean that's that's yeah. the way like you can't you can't just go in there and be um on instagram uh okay guys so thank you so much for tuning in we love you we will see you guys next week hopefully uh we don't have a gendered final but we'll we'll stay tuned for that bad boy no
1: gendered yeah. final no gendered final
0: I mean, we'll see who takes over the charisma feat, feat factor in the fucking challenge because we lost bears. It's so. gonna be
1: Ninja Natalie, baby. Ninja Natalie's taking over. All right, so stay tuned, Bear. guys.
0: Next week we will see tons of charisma from Ninja Natalie. You heard it from Zach first. Uh, we love you <laughs> all at Danette Podcast. All the social media. Mwah mwah, mwah. See you later.
1: Bye.